Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Actually, I am a fishing legend. I caught, I caught fish on Sunday. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it was wonderful. About time. Details forthcoming <laughs> on the Frenzy. Hey, uh, Russ Francisco joins us. Good morning, Russell. How are you? Good. Uh, we're going to have Andy Schmidt on about 9.30 this morning. You know uh, Andy. Learn the rules. Yep. yep. He's a good guy. Good guy. Yep, he is. Uh, one of the weird things happened on Island Lake a couple of years ago. Our, uh, we're at the hideaway landing, and uh, I don't know, the boat wouldn't start. Turn the key wouldn't start. And Andy says, here, I can fix that. He pulls out this huge set of... Uh, Clip-ons, you know, hooks it up yep. to his battery, to our battery, boom, it worked. So, thank you, Andy. Cool. What have you heard about fishing after the opening week? Well, it was good. Fishing's still good. Wind quit blowing so hard to be easier, but, but fishing is good. Yeah, temperatures have been up and down, up and down. The winds have been every direction. but uh, Fish have been shallow, most for most people anyway. How shallow? Uh, three feet, some people. Yeah. Yeah. My son and I, uh, you know Whiteside Rapids up uh, as the Cloquet River comes into the, the lake, Island Lake? Yep. I don't know. It's about a mile from the, the main lake there. Uh, we anchored in four feet and caught a dozen walleyes. Yeah, that's good. That's that's what what's happening everywhere. They're catching fish off of docks, they're catching fish off of bridges, and so that's that's sort of fun when it happens that way. And ice went out late, so the fish are still shallow, and that's that's good news. So we should probably have another week of that anyway, maybe more. So we'll see what happens going into Memorial Day. We were surprised at the uh, variation in the water temperatures on Island Lake from one end to the other. Uh, it was sometimes 50 at the top and sometimes 38 at the top. So. Yes, and there was there was a lot of uh, 50, 55 degree temperatures, especially in stained water lakes around the area. But it doesn't go very deep, you know. So, right. and the minnows like the warm water, and they were probably in the shallows, and these fish were following them in. So it uh, it works out pretty good. Bingo! And we were happy to see that the uh, these were males apparently that we had caught, and they had all spawned out. Yeah, I think that's true. I think a lot of a lot of the fish were under the ice, uh, and as it went out, they they were done. But uh, but they're still, you know, people are still catching smelt even. I mean, you know, it's just a late yeah. late run season, so it's. Um, but that's okay. That's that makes it easy for people to go and and do things and and uh, keeps us busy and 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 gets everybody a good shot at things. So I don't. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great a great uh, spring early summer here. So we'll see what happens. I'm glad you brought up the the smelt thing. Somebody and I've forgotten who it was saw it on TV. They're having a Smelt fry, a tent. Smelt fry. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, when we were younger. That was everywhere. Now you don't see it as much as you used to. But, but yeah, lots of lots of folks smelting this year, and uh, smelting was good, but not as many as you would think. And yeah. and uh, one of the young fellows that works for me says uh, smelting is over. And I said, I don't know. There's still some smelter on. He says, but walleye is open, so smelting is over. Ah, uh, good kid. Yep, kid. and that's really what happens. So uh, even though there's some smelt around, there's not many people going. We left a few nets out in case somebody wants to go take a shot at them. But yeah. uh, steelhead fishing was good last week uh, on the North Shore. People people are catching fish in the rivers. Uh, so, I mean, it, we really live in a wonderful place, especially when, when this happens where you can go catch anything you want pretty much uh, any time. So, um, so it's, um, you know, it's that time of year. It's uh, that time of year to get boats ready. It's that time of year. We have fishing contests coming up. ALS is coming up. Yeah. Uh, 
we've got tickets for the Teen Challenge contest. Good. Uh, that, that's one where it's uh, we get a ten dollar gift card on the back of every one of them. So when you when you buy it, you get ten dollars back. Buy something in the store, and we got tickets for Jaws. Uh, it's uh, you know uh, we'll have this stuff down in Port Wing here, a Father's Day uh, one coming up, and so there's just so many things. So you know, look at your calendar. You might want to take partake of some of these things. It's, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and it it makes uh, fishing. Mm, a little more interesting because you're fighting for yeah, something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, a, so. a question on the St. Louis River. You said some of the walleyes were uh, were biting, and that's good. What kind of depths are we looking for on the St. Louis River? Well, you know, again, they're tied off to the beach. You know, they're they're catching them offshore. They're shallow there too, but eventually we'll move off into you know six to ten feet, and eventually we'll be off into the wood. We'll be into the like around the bridges and things like that. But right now, it's it's shallow. The fish are uh, the fish are uh, munching on the bait, and and, and the uh, the minnows are running late. And I mean, everything just just uh, a little bit behind this year, which is sort of good for us because uh, we have a chance to catch some fish uh, from places. If you don't have a boat, you have a chance yeah. to get some fish. Uh, so it's sort of exciting so I've, I've been telling all the kids in the neighborhood and everybody if you want to catch some fish this is the time to do it you know you don't need a boat you know, so good time yeah we've got some nice piers located around uh, the area that you can easily access and it's handicap access too all right ross yeah. francisco at marine general 15th excuse me 15th avenue east london road upper side uh some good deals from marine general Okay, you know, so we've, we've talked about before, there's a lot of inventory floating around the country. Manufacturers are making deals. So I've got, uh, I think, 15 of these left. We had 30 of them last week. Uh, they're uh, nine-inch uh, Garmin SV screens. They're normally 1200 bucks. You get them for 800 bucks. I got a couple of the Lawrence ones on uh, the 12-inch screens and the lives that are 3400 bucks. You buy them for uh, $2,000. Uh, we've got uh, things like, and now we're starting to get lots of neat stuff, like boat hooks. You get boat hooks, they're normally 59 bucks. You buy them for, for uh, you know, twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, we've got um, uh, 20% off all the waders. We just bought a whole pile of waders from, from uh, Pure Fishing, so they're running a deal on that. So you get them for 99 bucks. If you need some dock waders mm-hmm. uh, for putting docks in and all, you know, inexpensive waders, you can buy them for forty nine ninety nine. Uh, so it's, uh, there's all kinds of deals out there. We're grabbing them and passing them on best we can. Yep, and it's a good thing to have when you're launching or retrieving your boat at the landing, too, right? Yes. Russ Francisco, thank you very much. Keep a tight line. Yeah. All right, we mentioned that Andy Schmidt would join us. He's with the DNR. We see him out and about. Sometimes he's on the roof of a donut factory, and perhaps he will be in about 10 minutes. We'll be right back. Be Buffett? Well, certainly. I'm I'm a Buffett fan. Yeah. Uh, he is in a Boston hospital. What? Undisclosed issues that require immediate attention, it says. Posted on his Facebook page, you'll have to postpone a scheduled concert tomorrow night in Charleston, South Carolina, which is the only concert he has scheduled so far this year. Oh, no. So we'll see how Jimmy's doing, but uh, oh, in a hospital bad. now in Boston. So there you go. Jeez. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, me too. Yeah, I really am a Jimmy fan. In the he, boat, uh, had in the a car. brief hospital stay last September and yeah. had to cancel about five shows then. So, what was the ailment back? I do then? not know. Well, you get to a certain age, don't you, Dave and <laughs> Doc Gannett? I think we've hit that certain age already. Oh yeah, yeah. and more. Okay. Pat Kukul is not at that no. certain age. She is just no. I haven't hit it yet. <laughs> <laughs> young, yet. young and spunky. <laughs> 
at Superior Shooter Supply. Top of the morning to you. How are you? I'm wonderfully good. I could be a little warmer, though. I could be a little Jimmy Buffett warmer. Well, then we should uh, break away to, where does he go a lot? Caribbean. Key West, I suppose. Maybe South Superior. I don't know, but it's pretty darn cold here. Get away from the lake. Tropical South Superior. I remember that. Yeah. The dreaded lake. But what the heck? It's not stopping anybody. No. Yeah. Uh, We're not. Are we in a hunting season right now? I don't think we are. No, we're going to be wrapping up turkey season right now at the end of May. Mm -hmm. So people are still doing that cheerfully. And then the youth hunt, they did have to postpone that until the first week of June, weekend of June. But, you know, it is what it is. God is in charge of the weather. We're not. So that's still going on. The trap season has started everywhere. The the kids are in full swing with that. And and, uh, Bert, I believe, is opening up pretty quickly. So, you know, there's the general shooting season that started, that's for sure. And we're excited because we're getting a new semi of safe sim i think tomorrow Ooh. guy called me and i've been kind of looking for these safes well, you know there's a lot of people are, you know budget minded or space minded and these are going to be under that thousand dollar price point and a little smaller easier to maneuver so i've been kind of hunting for these for a while so browning came up with them so we're going to have We'll have those in finally i've been waiting a long time for those and uh so that's good and then we have the usual wonderful selection. Of, we're getting a few primers in, more powder, uh, a lot of used guns. A lot, a lot of, of used guns. guns, yeah. Are people mm-hmm. saying, mm, I'm all done hunting, and they, they trade them in, or are they buying up? No, they're tr- they trade them in for something else. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, you know, I hate to say it, but then we have estates and, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, and things like that. But And some people are, you know, again, uh, not doing it anymore because maybe physical disabilities, but usually people are just trading them in. We also buy outright, but uh, it's nice, you know, to have that used, uh, you know, you have a different uh, market then because used guns are all unique. Okay, so, okay. Here, yeah. here's, a, here's an actual real question. What do we look for if we're looking at a used gun? Uh, is there a danger area? Well, we, we, you know, when we take them in, we test fire them. So, and we also have a 30-day on our own used guns that we have here. Uh, we have a 30-day uh, warranty on our used guns. Very so, good. So, I mean, if you're buying that from a dealer, you know that should be not even an issue. Uh, but that's that's the way we handle it. Good idea. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, I can bring my gun in because it's all rusty and corroded and icky. You can, you guys can rig it up. We can, yeah, we'll do, well, with you, we'll do the best we can. God knows for that. <laughs> Bottom of a lake. <laughs> yes, we certainly will. We certainly will. We have Cody in the back room. He does wonders. Uh, Some of those guns come in, then I go, oh, my God, and they come out looking mighty fine. You know, I just thought of, of a duck hunting uh, <laughs> affair that we had once a long time ago. We had four guys in the blind. Three of us lost or dropped our guns in the mud. Are you serious? Three of us. <laughs> I'm not going to ask, but uh, that what happened. Uh, it was a good day for the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> a good day for the ducks. 
What are your hours at Superior Shooter Supply? We're open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday. We are closed on Sundays, and come on in. We're here to help. Thank you very much. Nice job. You bet. Have a good weekend. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to hook up with Andy Schmidt, DNR Conservation Officer. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this is from the Pages of Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. The Hayward, Wisconsin-based Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame's Selection Committee recently chose two legendary outdoor communicators and celebrated anglers for induction into the hall. I'll tell you who these two men are when we return, but first... Find great deals for outdoor work and play during Countdown to Summer at Fleet Farm. Going on now. Get a free $20 Fleet Farm gift card when you buy any St. Croix fishing rod. Or get a three-pack of Berkeley Flicker Shad Minnows, just $9.99. Plus, find deals on our wide assortment of fishing gear from top brands. Countdown to Summer with savings for outdoor work and play. Going on now at Fleet Farm. Welcome back. Tim Holschlag of Minnesota and Tom Gelb of Wisconsin recently were posthumously inducted into the Hayward, Wisconsin-based Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. Holschlag, who died at age 72 in 2021, was a conservationist, innovator, author, speaker, guide, and adventurer who dedicated his life to freshwater sport fishing with a focus on smallmouth bass. Holschlag grew up in northeastern Iowa, where he developed a lifelong passion for pursuing bronzebacks in local, weightable streams. In addition to writing five books and hundreds of articles about smallmouth bass fishing, Holschlag co-founded the Smallmouth Bass Alliance in 1988. Culminating from a lifetime commitment to the sport of muskie fishing, Wisconsin's Tom Gelb released in 2012 what many muskie anglers consider the ultimate book on fishing the species. During his lifetime, he caught more than 1,200 muskies, including a 51-pound line class record he caught in Vilas County in 2006. Gelb passed in 2020 at the age of 85. I'm Rob Dreesline, and this has been from the pages of Outdoor News. Read more at OutdoorNews.com. Well, we're back on the frenzy. Flipping coins here. Am I going to get a hold of Johnny Chalstrom <laughs> or Andy Schmidt? Ah, all right. You got him? Yeah. Uh, not yet. One of them? Neither one of them. You know, I swear, these phones are haunted. All right, now we're ready to roll. Andy Schmidt, good morning. How are you, sir? Well, I'm just frustrated as I'll get out. I tried to call you 15 times. And, uh, that was the first one. Okay, okay, but you're on top of a roof somewhere, is that right? Yep, at Dunkin' Donuts. What I'm actually in my truck right now. This gave me a perfect excuse to get warmed up in the truck. So. <laughs> what are you doing at Dunkin' Donuts? So it's a, a partnership with uh, law enforcement to raise um, donations for Special Olympics. Excellent. Good for you. Good for you. You're a DNR agent, is that what it's called? Uh, conservation officer. Conservation officer. How long have you been doing this? Fifteen years. Really? Where have you been? <laughs> I mean, uh, I've only I've known you. Here. I've only known you for the last three or four years. Well, I, I started my career in Brookston, so um, I worked uh, about ten years in Brookston. So I had. Floodwood Meadowlands, uh, Toivola, uh, Brookston area, and then I transferred over to West Duluth in about 18, and uh, so now I've been 
been in the area. That's where I run into on Island Lake now. So yeah, you do, and uh, thank you. I'm glad you did because we were we had a dead battery on a shore once, and there you were. Every once in a while, we we, we show up and help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, you know, it's it's a fun job, but there's some danger involved. Have you ever found yourself in peril that made you say, "Oh man, I might have to quit." No, n- nothing to that level. Uh, I found myself, uh, I've gotten myself into plenty of trouble <laughs> with uh, not preparing enough for weather conditions or uh, dark conditions or whatnot. But uh, for the most part, it's been, uh, it, 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 it's a great job. And and, uh, and the line of law enforcement right now, it's the best job to have, I think. Unfortunately, a couple of years ago, a lot of the DNR agents from up here had to go down to the Twin Cities. Were you in on that? Yes, yes. I, I was down for pretty much every event in the Twin Cities. So, oh. Well, let's just go with it it's, and say it sucked. It, it was not the highlight of my career, we'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm so tempted to say what is the highlight of your career? Oh, I would have to say I get to spend every day either in a boat or on an ATV or a snowmobile or uh, get to get to watch people out enjoying the outdoors, having fun. Basically, all the laws that we enforce, yeah. we enforce uh, all the laws that people do when they're on vacation. So when people are out having fun, that that's basically the, the laws that we enforce. But most of the time we get to see people out partaking in the yeah. hunting, fishing, snow and ATVing. So it... Uh, most everybody's out having fun. So, where's hometown for you, Andy? I grew up in Owatonna. Oh, that's uh, that's kind of a no fishing area. Very, very little fishing. Uh, immediately there, there's there's a pretty good uh, group of lakes in uh, Rice County up near yeah. Faribault. Yeah, um, that's where pretty much everybody recreates down in that that area. But uh, um, I moved here in 2003, so I've been here for a while, but still a transplant. Wow, 20 years. Uh, Andy Schmidt is with us. He's a DN, DNR officer. And uh, I see you a lot with Kip Duncan. That must be painful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've lived in Kip's shadow for 15 years, and I will for the rest of my career, I'm sure. Well, it's not a bad shadow. It casts a long shadow, too, that kid. Yes, yes, he does. So, yeah, and everybody, one of the best, best partner a guy could ask for. So. I, everybody knows him and appreciates him, and he's always smiling. And uh, 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 last week we had the opening fishing. What did you spot when you were out and about? You know, um, area lakes. Some of them were 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 popping all right. Um, you know, the the wind conditions didn't help things for for uh, maneuverability and fishing it, but. Uh, Saw a good fish bite on Island Lake. Um, lots of people were successful and happy. Um, fish wasn't as uh, as kind to most fishermen. Um, we were seeing some fish down on the river, um, St. Louis River. Um, the uh, couple times I poked it and it popped my head in around Rice Lake, I didn't get out on rice, unfortunately, uh, with uh, time for, uh, restrictions. But... Uh, Looked like there were a few fish coming in there, um, but overall, it, it, I think it was a pretty successful opener. Uh, uh, we kind of always gauge it too. There weren't any 
weren't any major issues or rescues or anything that needed to happen. So um, overall, I would say it was a very successful opener. Very good. Andy Schmidt, let's talk again uh, as the season progresses, okay? Anytime, sir. Good. Stop in at the Donut Factory. We, uh, what's the address of this place where you're raising money? Uh, I wish I knew the address. It's, um, <laughs> it's Dunkin' Donuts up on Central Entrance. It's uh, oh, yeah. across from Country Hearth Press, right next to uh, Brad's uh, uh, Augustine's uh-huh. Body Shop body is right sh- next door. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Good for you. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, sir. You have a great day. Keep it tight, line. We'll take a break, see what Johnny Charlstrom's up to. I'm now for a Natural Resources Minute, brought to you by the Minnesota DNR. Are you interested in outdoor recreation? Are you looking for new ways to get outdoors or looking to build outdoor skills? The DNR Fish and Wildlife Outreach section is here to help with weekly webinars to help you get started in the outdoors. Weekly programs include hunting, fishing, shooting sports, and other outdoor pursuits to help you with first-hand information, tips and tactics to get your outdoor adventures started. Visit the DNR website at mndnr.gov forward slash discover for program topics, registration, and recorded episodes. For more information, visit mndnr.gov or call 888-646-6367. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Hey, we're back on The Frenzy talking fishing with Johnny Charlstrom, talking minnows, too. Your minnows worked. Thank you, John. Yes, you bet. Yeah, it was looking so sketchy on getting bait a week before the opener, and, and boy, the the trappers came through at the last minute, and we we ended up with a uh, just what we needed for the for the stockies and chubs. Ran out of some shiner, but you know what? That happens every week. I like how uh, you guys had what two dozen in a bag ready to go, no dipping, no mess, no fuss. Oh. Yeah, Ma, Ma come up with that one about 20 years ago. You know, when everyone would get, start stacking up during uh, the, the the day before opener. And, and so many people come in asking for a few dozen chubs, and she, she got the bright idea of having a, a whole basket full of two dozen chub bags already ready to go. And, and that sure does make the express line uh, yeah. going when they're stacking up. Uh, what I've done, uh, I got kind of a maybe smart. I left the minnows in my live well in the boat and then just put a bubbler or two in there and then freshen the water. Yeah, I used some some blue ice chunks to put in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to do that more often. Since the minnows were happy enough. Did you get any big ones? Anybody register a lunk? Oh, we... Let's see. I've seen a lot of people catching a lot of fish that were written back on island because of the, the slot. Yeah. But uh, yeah. They, they do allow you one over 20. And uh, there was a couple that came in, and they had a 30-inch walleye. Wow. 
big old walleye, and it had already spawned out. So, yeah. so it, had, it had done its business and made a made a whole batch of new walleyes. And yeah. that one was off to the taxidermist. Well, we caught one female and uh, like 10 males, and everybody was spawned out. So it was a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And that was yeah, up, up the uh, river. No, I, the, those fish, they... Uh, Nature caught up and they spawned out just in time for the opener. And, yep. And I'm I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we had the opener as late as it was this year because if it was a week earlier, <laughs> the the walleye would have still been spawning and we would have still been bumping in the ice. Yep, so. you are correct. Uh, by the way, the uh, lakes are tall, high, and Island Lake, for instance, with its bridge there, <clears throat> if you've got a windshield, you probably can't get under there. Yeah, and with the ALS coming up, so that's good to know. There's going to be a lot of big boats that are going to be stuck on the east side this year. I wonder how they do that. Can we put in at another landing and just, I don't know how I, that works. I don't think so. I think I think ALS, all everything is through the one landing. And that, yeah, if you, you might want to see if you have one of, one of those detachable windshields so you can... <laughs> Slide under that bridge. Mine almost detached last summer, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, some good deals, some you know, we can find up there at Charleston's, please. Well, we uh, we got a nice load of leeches in, and they're I wouldn't say they're deal priced, but if you're looking for some decent leeches, we have half pounds for twenty, and uh, a lot of them are going out the door um, this week. The the chubs we got in. I don't know. They got on one of a special lake or something, but they're they're dang near twice normal size. We got some just beauty, beauty chubs in. So mm-hmm. come and uh, get some of those in your boat. It, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny Charlstrom. We appreciate it. Yeah. Keep a tight line. Ice cream is uh, full. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll uh, take a break and see what's going on in Superior Northwest Outlet. Rick Jordan. Sorry, singing along. I'm a believer. You're allowed to sing along. It's your show. Uh, okay. I'm a believer in Dave Miller. Good morning. <laughs> you know, it's all in the numbers, and don't start singing. They might go down. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, the old days. The old music is still the best. It's still the best. You got it. Absolutely. I, I, there's just no question. Milzy, we're in springtime. A little chilly around the edges. Uh, what are people demanding as far as clothing or ways to fight off springtime? Well, you know, it, it's always interesting here because you get folks coming up from the cities, especially you know if any, from anywhere around the perimeter of of our area here and they they come in with shorts and a t-shirt on and <laughs> and, and it's 50 degrees outside cuz the wind's off the lake and so uh, you know we we always keep a really good stock of of fleece and sweatshirts and 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 like people come in looking for our clearance winter jackets that that's the yeah. big thing to you know get them and stay warm but you know, I, I just spent some time outside this morning, and it's plenty chilly out yes. there. And you know, the the guys that are going fishing, they're still buying long underwear. We uh, we always kind of keep a rack of that out for you know the kids, the women, and the and the adult, the the men. Mm-hmm. 
So that's going on. But you know, the yes, yesterday's rain or last night's rain kind of, kind of, you know, it's like having a, having rain gear with you, no matter where you go or what you do, is not a bad idea. And and I kind of I, I have one of those uh, oh, uh, frog frog togs. Yeah, they make some some rain suits that are like forty bucks or something like that. I always keep one of those with me, and and you know, for being a really cheap rain suit, they work good. They're they're pretty tough. The, one of the things that I find with people is people tend to let their rain pants kind of drop down, and before <laughs> you know it, the crotch is halfway between the crotch and the knees, and you lift your knee up and you rip the crotch out on the rain suit. Um, that's it's like keep those pants hitched up, <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, it's like if you if you rip up a pair of Forty dollar rain pants or rain suits. Yeah. It's not not nearly as bad as a hundred dollar rain suit. And so. you know, you know those rain jackets, pants, whatever. They are also wind windproof. You got it. Yep, yep, that's right. And then they got a hood on them when the wind's blowing hard up your back. Right. So it's it's uh, it's just good to have have you know have I, you got to have a couple extra sets. And, Absolutely. And, and so, you know, that's something to be, whether you're camping or fishing or, you know, working outside, you just got to have some good rain gear. And, and so, you know, to answer your question, this time of the year, we, we kind of get to be known for having that, that cold weather clothing. But then when the sun comes out and things get going, it switches to the zip-off pants and the SPF rated shirts and all those sun hats and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's 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 a fun thing, but it, it's also it's been so fun lately talking with people that are they're going camping. I love talking with people that are going camping, especially. And where, where's the hot spot? What are you hearing? If you ask ten people, where would they be going? Well, you got Labor Labor Day, you got Memorial Day coming yeah. up, yeah. And and so you know, a lot of people are going to county parks and ah. and and or state parks around. But then there's there's a really strong chunk that's that's going up to uh, the Boundary Waters, sure. and and I, I talked with a couple people now that are going up to Isle Royal. You know, they're they're I'm not sure actually right now whether the ferry boats have started running, but the float planes are running, um, and, and so that's going on. Um, it, and it's it's like such a diverse thing. You got families that are going out. You got. Yeah. Young folks that are going out, you got the the old stalwarts that are going out, and 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 it's just fun get helping them get equipped and hearing where they're going and being a part of the trip, <laughs> armchair wise. Armchair, yeah, that's it. All right, what are your hours at Northwest Outlet in Superior? Sure. Well, we're open nine to five, nine to six on weekdays, nine to five thirty on Saturdays. We're uh, closed on Sundays because we're out testing gear and giving folks a little family time. Come in and see us for whatever you need for the outdoors, folks. Remember to check for ticks and get those kids outside. Thanks, everybody. Imagine fishing and you catch an alligator. <laughs> Not around here, thank goodness. Oh, we've got some, well, hang on a second here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Matt King joins us from Fisherman's Corner. Howdy, Matt. How are you doing today? Just wondering, what is the weirdest fish you've ever brought into the boat? I mean, the scariest, ugliest, weirdest. Well, I don't know if it's technically, it's not really a fish, but a lamprey, I would say, would probably be that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're ugly and, uh, you know, they make a lot of, they kind of, I don't know, they kind of 
freak you out when it drops on the boat floor and it's squirming around. And, yeah. yeah. They got an and, odd mouth. It's like a big suction cup. Yep, exactly. Yep. So that, that's probably the weirdest uh, the weirdest one that I've ever, uh, that I can think of, you know. I had that happen a few times on Lake Superior, and that's kind of a, yeah. yeah. Scary. I think uh, the worst that we've had was a catfish that had big spikes on its cheeks, and nobody wanted to pick it up and throw it back. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever been hit by one of them things, oh. you sure want to be careful grabbing them because uh, you, you don't want to get hit. That, oh. that really numbs you up, and it hurts. Yep. Yep, I think we let it flop around into a landing net and released it that way. Well, fishing was pretty good. What have you heard up there at Fish Corner? Yeah, you know, um, fishing was pretty good. I would say uh, I heard Island Lake was good, Boulder was good, Rice was good. Um, Rice has slowed down a little bit here now since. Uh, They had a a little uh, um, league night out there last night. It was pretty slow, I just heard. And then... um, you know, a lot of the other lakes around, too, up towards Cotton and stuff were good. Um, mm. I heard Fish Lake was pretty slow. That's uh, what I heard, too. I had a pal that was over there, and he cursed it. Yeah, I heard that was slow. Um, you know, I think my guess is on the Fish Lake, uh, I'm wondering if there's not a lot of them fish are still up in that river, and they're just still working their way back out. Um, you know, it's because uh, there was guys by the bridge, too. I heard that wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Island Lake Bridge, I heard, was pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, and and uh, around, uh, around the area overall was pretty good. Um, they caught, uh, the river was up and down. I heard some guys say, yeah, really slow. And then there was some people fished, I know, even down by the Blotnick Bridge and stuff, and there was quite a few fish caught down there. So, um, it was up and down, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's um, things, it, I mean, the ice just went out two weeks ago, so it's kind of goofy. Let's let's give it a rest, and oh, we'll try it again tomorrow and Sunday and every other weekend after that. <laughs> right, yeah. I was out Tuesday night. I snuck out and went out to Rice Lake, and yeah. um, it, was, it was slow. Had a lot of northerns. Um, I was surprised to see the surface temp was 60, 60 degrees. Really? Yeah, I was surprised at that, and that was that real windy night, yeah. old windy night. Uh, but yeah, that well, surface temp was actually warmer than I thought it was going to be. Um, oh. But it was. We caught a couple, uh, one nice walleye and uh, one nice crappie. Lost a big walleye at the boat, and uh, but a lot of northerns, a lot of northerns. Okay. And uh, uh, yeah, they can be fun. Yeah, they're, they they are fun. Um, you know, they weren't uh, they weren't real big ones but they weren't real tiny ones either so it was it was decent um yeah so overall still a good night to get out how you doing on bait up at fisherman's corner pretty good um we've got uh currently we've got uh, everything in we got heavy northern light northern light pike um we got chubs crappies and we got a walleye mix we call it it's a uh, mm-hmm. Oh, about a 70, 70% rainbow chub shiner mix, I would say. Yeah. Uh, we got lots of that. Um, we're, we, we are a little tight on the light pike, light northern, uh, heavy northern. That's kind of uh, been the, the minnow, I guess, that's been hard to get. We're not uh, using leeches yet, are we? Well, the, we've, we've gone through quite a bit. I okay. bought, uh, 
I bought 120 pounds already, and uh, I probably got about 40 pounds left out of that. Ah, I so, guess they're buying them, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, uh, and I'm getting some more today, and we got a lot of crawlers, too, and we're selling quite a few of them. So we're stocked up pretty good here. Uh, okay. So come on up and take a, take a look. I got some great deals going on, too. All right. Oh, I never got to that. I'm sorry. We'll do it That's next right. week. Thanks, Matt. Matt King at Fisherman's Have Quarter. King's Outdoor <laughs> Adventures. Right up across from the Dairy Queen on Highway 53 near Pike Lake. Dave Strandberg, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Rick. Good Let job. me work on my voice a little bit. <laughs> we'll catch you next Friday. Thanks.